So before we jump into the episode, we just want to let y'all know that the Deadass Girls podcast wouldn't be possible without Anchor. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast, and they give you everything you need in one place for free. That's right, they give it to you for free, which you can use right from your phone or computer. They also got hella dope creation tools to allow you to record and edit your podcast to make it sound poppin'. They also will help you distribute the podcast. So if you want to grow the Deadass family like we do, you can be heard everywhere. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more. You can also make a little bit of cha-ching from your podcast with no minimum listenership. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's Anchor, A-N-C-H-O-R, to get started. Now let's get this thing rolling. Welcome back, you fucking bastards. It is I, Giselle, a.k.a. Jizzy, a.k.a. Jizzy, G6. And why is that? Because I stay fly, ah, 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 till I die, ah, 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 My co-host Gina is not with us today. She is actually uh, out and about in Philly, you know, with them Johns. So I hope she enjoys herself and her family. But we have a great episode nonetheless. Um, I am actually introducing a returning guest host here. I've known him all my life, literally. Um, he's actually my brother. You guys have actually uh, been introduced to him in our one of our earlier episodes, Dominican Alpaca. Steven, why don't you introduce yourself? Who are you? Howdy, everyone. You know, this is Steve Ice the Falcon. You know who it is, Steve Ice. You probably don't know me. Maybe you do, maybe you don't. Either way. I don't know you, so keep walking when you see me. Okay, that sounds mildly threatening, and your beard is rubbing up on the mic, so watch out with that. All right, and uh, guess what, guys? You are listening to the Deadass Girls Podcast. It's okay, Steven. Wow. Oh, these people stay together? I mean, the the moment is gone already, so it's fine. Oh. We'll do oh. it at the closing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Welcome, Stephen, to the show, Steve Ice. Thank um, you for having me. Thank you for filling in last minute. Absolutely. I literally just walked down the hallway like, hey, you want to do a podcast? That's it. Do you want to build a podcast? I mean, yeah, shit, I wasn't doing anything at the time anyway. What am I playing Apex Legends? Free on PS Plus. Excuse me, are you putting in a plug for something that is not even paying us? Yeah, I'm just saying. Like, you, like, do you wanna, yo, I'm just saying, you know, respawn, slip a check. Wow. Okay. You know what? Whatever. So we're uh, here just talking, you know, spitting hot facts on wrestling. Um, if you guys know from our earlier episodes, I've actually said it many times. Um, my brother is actually one of the reasons why I got into wrestling as a kid. Like, remember, we grew up in, a, in the same room we shared. Oh, yeah. And we had that one TV. And we had to, like, you know, take turns watching TV. And then your, your dedicated slot. I don't know how you got the fucking... You, the fucking bylaws. You definitely fuck something up because for some reason you got to use the tv for three hours okay it was what friday night raw and and no it was monday night raw and i think thursday night smackdown there you go yeah wow and uh, you know he watching it we're in the same bedroom so it's like all right whatever i'm just gonna start watching it with him and then eventually just kind of became a thing i mean you kind of 
fell out of favor of, of on wrestling. So let's talk about that. So when was it when you first discovered wrestling? When did you first realize I like this? I remember just you know channel surfing, trying to watch my usual Nickelodeon Cartoon Network cartoon. And me not having too great of a memory of numbers, I kind of just always channel surf. <laughs> you, you always ask me, yo, how yeah? I'm like, why are you flipping so many? I and, and I was so stupid to tell her that I couldn't remember the channels I was watching, so I just told her, uh, you know, because I'm bored. Yeah, 10-year-old, bored, right? <laughs> like, he had nothing to do at that time. So, you know, I come across USA Network, a couple of channels behind Hotnet, but that's besides the point. Wow. Hey, man. Hotnet? That shit hits different when it's 10 p.m. That's disgusting. So I'm watching fucking distorted images. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I'm watching Steve Austin, The Rock, Kane, Mankind, The Big Show, The Undertaker, all these WWF Attitude Ever guys, and it was every every week. It was just crazy nonsense. I'm like, mm-hmm. I love this shit, and I started wrestling my friends and getting hurt because I'm an idiot. Start wrestling you know, by yourself, just throwing yourself on the bed. <laughs> yeah, you know how many beds are broken. My mom used to beat the shit out of me because I keep Hulk Hogan leg dropping my fucking twin. My twin mattress, and just like fucking the beam supports just collapse. Oh, my mom just beats the shit out of me, so it, it kind of feels like authentic wrestling. Wow. You know, you know Hulk Hogan gets amped up, and then, but then she smacks you with a frying pan. And you, okay, you she it. never smacked you with a frying pan. I, you maybe, are exaggerating. What? First of all, it was never a pot. It was okay? really a bean pot, actually. It, stop. So it was a fucking belt. It was a belt. It was a belt. A belt studded with, like, the nasty, cringy, First of all, no. classic studs. Oh, oh man. She said, it said chula, that shit. Rain on forehead. Bam! Oh, fuck up, like, Steven. <laughs> You're lying! Am I? Shout out to all my Latino kids that were verbally and physically abused. Talking about discipline. I know y'all out there. Yeah, fucking broken. Because now... It's like someone raises a voice at you and you just crumble. That shit turns me on. I don't know what you're talking about. Listen, that's Gina's not here for you to have this dirty talk. All right, dirty. We're trying to. She be saying some wild shit, which you clearly know. You've known Gina for a few years now. Well, I, by mutual association, really, I don't know her as a person, but Duh, I've, I've seen, friend, yeah. I've seen some and heard some pretty often. <laughs> But you be laughing though. I laugh because I like dark and morbid humor, and I myself am a piece of shit human. So wow, that's, that's why <laughs> I can I can truly respect her form of comedy. Wow, shout out to Gina, by the way. <laughs> so, so of course you know we watched it, and I don't know if you remember the first ever pay per view that our mom bought us. WrestleMania 23. Yes. Wow. After years of pretty much watching And you rewatched this so many times. I had to get the 24-hour rental. <laughs> you, yeah, I had 24 hours. That's a whole day. <laughs> I needed to get my fill until it went away. Exactly. And I don't know if you guys know. remember back then pay-per-views where you can... Um, you can either order it through the TV and they'll bill you on your, on your bill the next cycle. Or you have to call them specifically... And give your credit card or your bank information over the phone, and then they'll put it in your account. So that was way back then. Now you know we have a network you can just sign into, or you can go to a bar for a viewing I mean, party or whatever. Not to cut you off, but we never have to pay for pay per views because we keep watching them for free. Hashtag legal cable box. I mean, no. Dad watched a lot of free shit. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, we did have the illegal cable box, but it was like after. Remember when they switched to digital? Yeah, after that, then you and then the boxes didn't work oh, anymore. Man. Yeah. So then when we got the digital box, that's when mom had to. And she was like, you always begging her back then. I think they still cost the same. They're like sixty bucks for a pay per view. So yeah, I remember, man. I remember the hypeness. Like we were sitting there just counting down the minutes, and then like remember, cause you had to go to a specific channel. And then the the pay per view thing had to pop up for you to actually buy it, and yeah. then it was only limit uh, available for a limited time. And then after the show started, like the pay per view would not be available yeah. anymore. So, um, so yeah, we just aged ourselves. I mean, we're not that old, but you know, if uh, that ass family, if y'all remember those good old days where you had to order pay per views, you know. Um, so when did you like? When did it start? When did you start falling out of favor with WWE? Like, when is it that you just kind of like, eh, wrestling's not my thing? Before I was an av, avid, 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 Advil. No, avid. Avid. I was an avid. <laughs> Advil. I was. <laughs> Dumbass. I was an avid wrestling fan. I love pro wrestling. I I live, breathe, and die pro wrestling. I even have some shirts. You know, I wrestled in school when I was supposed to, and I mm-hmm. broke I broke a lot of things because pro wrestling was really. My like at one point I wanted to become a professional wrestler. I remember that. I remember and, you want to become a wrestler. Oh but, man! But you know, after I hurt my ankle really bad, I just said, you know what, wrestling isn't for me because I don't even know. <laughs> I, don't, I can't even sell an injury. That's not kayfabe. That was a work. Mm-hmm. Shout out to you smarts <laughs> that know those terms. Yeah, I mean, and actually, it wasn't until recent, like maybe a couple of years ago, that I started to really get into the the terms um and if by the way dead ass family members if y'all hear something weird on the mics it's because me and my brother are um you know just using the kind pen shout out to the kind pen maybe we should hit them up for a fucking sponsorship yep um yeah so we got a little bit of oil what we got in here my little bro i believe that is sour diesel not mm. a strong strain but very, very doable I this have... creeps up on you. Actually, no. What happened was last weekend we had a little game night. You know, shout out to the OG family members. And what were you guys? Skywalker Kush, Skywalker, Skywalker Kush, OG, yeah. or something yeah. like that. I that have... shit. It was pretty good. It was like a body high. It was like a relaxing. Like my body felt kind of good. I didn't really feel high per se, as opposed to my little sister. Shout out to Ness, who got <laughs> stupid and started talking about. The spirits. The spirits were guiding her in her journey. The spirits were guiding her. The spirits were refilling her. Uh, the, the spirits were feeding her ice cream. Up yeah, that was so I mean, funny. <laughs> I, I was smacked. You know, I remember falling in and out of Nah, you were smacked. Like, we were playing cards against humanity. We kept having to fucking wake you up. And you're like, huh? I was like, yo, play a card. He go, you go like, mm. And then just pass right out. I'm like, okay, this is not fun anymore. Like, we're going to have to cut it short because my dude is dead in his chair. The smoking big doinks, man. Electronic doinks. Electronic doinks. (laughs) I mean, my And then the way you just, you, like, did what you did, right? You just pushed everything to the corner of your bed and just rolled into bed and that's it. Yes, I believe I did do that, yes. (laughs) I'm just saying. While me and everyone else was cleaning up. You just, like, crawled into bed, just passed the hell out. Like, it was so crazy, because you didn't even snore. You were just, like, Yes, I was, I was in my own little VR experience. <laughs> See, 
I've been told by my girlfriend that I am a snorer. I don't believe it. I don't believe anybody. Do, I, will, I will deny it until the end of the You snore, life. but it's not it's not super loud. Like you even like you even as a snore. That's the snores. But it depends like sometimes for her it's light. I think it depends for everyone. Sometimes for her it's light, but you do snore too, it's just not as heavy. So it's like tolerable. It's like whatever. But now that you have your own room and you know we have the separation like i don't really hear you so yeah that and so yeah i when i'm not vaping what the kids say these days <laughs> pardon me mm-hmm. you know i just i snore you know i toss and turn and i kind of move my pillow i have to use the bathroom because i'm a very very light sleeper just the slightest click will wake me up and i'm just sitting laying there like oh fuck I, I gotta wake up in two hours. Mm-hmm. But when I'm high. When I'm high. You know, when I'm smoking zoinks and the boinks. Yeah. I. Okay, I am, Scooby-Doo's. <laughs> I'm completely Don't do bored. that again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on cloud nine and I wake up the next day feeling beautiful. Wow. So shout out to marijuana. The only thing that sucks though is cotton mouth. Like, that shit is the worst. Like, fucking third. Like, the thirst? Next day, like, I remember that next day, I was like, yo, I'm fucking thirsty. Like, I feel like I was in a desert or something. I feel like I'm the only person that never really experienced that. Like, I wake you up never every, had condoms? Not really. I kind of wake up feeling, like, empty-headed. Like, there's nothing yeah. in my mind. But I never feel condoms. Nah, I, I get condoms. Like, I get... So, every time I do smoke, I have to be drinking something just to kind of combat that. Um, <laughs> sometimes, like, if I take a really big pull, my chest is, like alerting my body that you did a fucked up thing yo, so <laughs> wait yo i just had a deja vu what? this very moment like right here right now like Stop smoking. We- <laughs> no. the spirits are guiding you <laughs> no i had this image this future image in my head like two months ago i'm like no no that's not a future it's the past <laughs> i mean oh. stop, those, stop doing the drugs stop smoking the paraphernalia i'm not i'm all whatever <laughs> so what was I saying? So yeah, back to the professional wrestling. With the finish the story. What story? Finish the deja vu. Oh, so deja vu was wow. this image of the past. No, but of the future. But I t- had one of the past. Thinking about the future, like this very moment happened when you said we took a big pull. Your chest was burning, and I looked over there, and that's when you said I made a fucking whatever. So I was like, whoa, okay, whatever. I have deja vu almost every other day. I feel like I can read the future. First of all, stop smoking the marijuana, okay? You need to cut back, <laughs> you fucking stoner. <laughs> no. I don't know how they built for this. They, they, they only, I mean, they all weigh 60 pounds wet. So. No, not everyone. Like, I remember getting into it. Actually, yeah, now that we're talking about this, like, first of all, I wanted, I wanted to do it so badly in high school, but I was so definitely afraid of mom. Because, of, like, she finds out everything eventually. Like, even if she doesn't find out immediately, she will find out eventually. And that's what kind of scared me. And then also, I was just like, oh, like, like, I always affiliated smoking smoking weed to smoking cigarettes. I'm like, I don't want to puff anything. Like, I just don't want that. So I remember at one point, to me, anything that is a vice or a drug and you are a sinner. I mean, obviously, at the time, I was a completely different person. You know, I was just brainwashed. And yeah, because we did go to church and all that. Yeah, so but it was just, yeah, it was just the like... The lettuce, what they say. <laughs> Satan salad. I was like, man, 
And that was a great pop. They can make a great pop salad, a little bit of chicken. Wow. Great salad. Perfect salad. For your, and with your, with your morning coffee pretty well. So not only is your yeah, eye, nah, I can't. your heart rate going up. <laughs> no, don't do that. Yeah, don't <laughs> fucking do that, yo. It's like, it's like sniffing a four local. Oh, my fucking God. I got a, a story for that, but... I mean, yeah, I was definitely afraid of doing it. Even though my other friends did it in high school, and I used to see how they got, and I was like, "Oh, it looks kind of chill." Like they're just they're like in the park, just laughing and eating. And I'm like, that seems pretty cool to me. But again, I was just so afraid of mom. So, are you good, my boy? <laughs> Yo, put this fucking put the pen down for a little bit. All right, I'm listening. take a swig of water or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was the one right there. Fellas. You don't have to. Oh. Yeah, just, just take a swig, all right? You know, fucking baby know. lungs and oh, shit. No, you saw how long that pool was? <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Actually, we, me and Gina have always meant to do this, like, smoking on our episodes. But she, so, what we used to do is we used to smoke before our episodes. That was a bad idea. It was a bad idea because, like, I would edit, like, right after. And then I would just sit there, like, staring at the computer, like, fuck, I forgot how to do anything. <laughs> You forgot how to do anything. I was like, yeah. I was just sitting in the chair like, yo, I don't know how to edit. We're going to have to do this when I wake up tomorrow. <laughs> so we used to do that. And then we, and then what killed me was that I'd be listening to the episode the next day. And I'm like, shit, like, we had notes prepared. Like, I mean, not really notes, but, like, we had, like, bullet points of, like, stuff we wanted to talk about. And then we didn't get to talk about any of that because we just got fucking zooted and shit. You got zooted. So then... What we started doing was like, oh, um, we're just gonna like, we're just gonna do a sober and like smoke after. But then what would happen is we'll do that, smoke after, and then while we're high, we'll be having the dopest conversation. Like, topics will come up. I'm like, shit, why didn't we talk about this on the podcast? So the happy medium was she got the pen, so she'll be hitting the pen. Um, I did it once on the, on this episode. Yo, let me tell you, Steven. I fucking pull like I was like trying to be cool and shit. I was like pulling, pulling, pulling. I don't know what happened, but my heart two piece my lung, and I was like, <clears throat> like I was coughing for fifteen minutes straight. I had to edit all of that out. Mind you, I was still hooked up to the mic. Yo, I had to edit all of that coughing out, and then I had to put a little, a little skip, skipped kadoo music in there, a little music in there just so that like because. Honestly, it took a half hour for me to stop coughing. <laughs> like, all the water I was drinking was not helping. How you added 15 minutes of coughing? No, I ended, up, I ended up cutting out all that coughing audio. Because this is literally the audio. It was literally me coughing and Gina laughing in the background. That's all. <laughs> for, and then her dog in the background. I'm like, this can't go on. Like, So I, I ended up taking out all of that completely out. I put a little music and I said, hey guys, sorry about that. To take a break, you know, some tech issues. It wasn't really tech issues. It's just that my ass, my baby lung ass, was just coughing like I had colic and shit. <laughs> I was like, yo. So then I was like, you know what? If I'm gonna smoke during a podcast, I'm gonna have to take a light. What are you doing? You fucking masterminding <laughs> shit over there? No, no, no. Nah, nah, nah. You stop smoking the joints. I'm not. <laughs> stop smoking the. So you, you said you were taking slow, you know. Little yeah, I just started. Pulling. Yeah, I just started. Like, what I'll do is like, well, she because she has the same pen actually. So I, I'll like I'll take kind. a couple. What? I'll kind. Wow. <laughs> 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 so 
Oh, like, well, I will take, like, a couple pulls and that's it. Like, light pulls and that's it. Because I'm like, yo, I need a clear head. Of course, when I go interview guest hosts, like, other guest hosts, I don't want to be high. I don't want to be drunk. I want to be in my sound mind so that they don't think I'm a weirdo or I'm a murderer or something. I'm like, hey, what's up? And then, you know, after, I'll probably, you know. But, yeah, this is the first time I do it, <clears throat> like, consistently in the podcast. So, this is kind of cool. Um, and, yeah, so... Uh, oh, yeah, back to the story. With weed, it was like, I started doing it in college. Because I was like, yo, I'm an adult. I'm out of the house. I'm in school. And I was doing it all this time. Like, I was smoking, like, four days a week. That's why I was. First of all, I was fucking broke. You know how, how hard that was to get free weed without sexual favors? <laughs> I did, because one of my Wait, wait, with sexual here. favors? No. <laughs> oh. Close friend was a dealer. He had the bomb shit. He he was actually the one to introduce me to hybrids before I I tried the you know, cheaper stuff. So wait, but how? Wait, your your dealer friend was okay with just giving you free weed? Man, we had the same class together in college. We used to hang out after class and just eat a bunch of crappy food, and we would hang out on the weekends. He was just like, "Yo, bro, you like you one of my closest friends? I'm like, fuck it, I'm gonna just give you some free supply." I said, "Wow, say no more, buddy." So when did you start first start smoking? I'll say my my second semester of college. Um, I remember. You know, so you nothing in high school? No, no, no. I right. I, that, I still thought at that point, even at seventeen, that was the devil's lettuce. <laughs> I mean, that's what they call it. <laughs> but my mindset was slowly, you know, I mean, because, changing. But right, but it was like our parents were. First of all, none of our parents smoked, really. So we didn't really grow up with an environment where people... I mean, our grandmother smoked cigarettes and other stuff, but... but, Okay, damn, I'm not trying to put it out there, but fine. But, you know, we weren't really around her that much. So it was like we both... We didn't have smokers in our immediate family. Our friends really weren't super smokers. I mean... I mean, except for, you know, Gina and my old friends from high school who they did it, but, like, they they respected my decision to say no. Like, they'll be like, yo, you want to come with us? And I'll be like, nah, I'm going to go home. And they'll be like, all right, cool. See, like, it was never that peer pressure that those fucking true commercials be putting there. Like, smoking fucking destroys your lungs and beats your heart from the inside and fucking gives you a concussion. I mean... I'm pretty sure, yes. Yeah, fear mongering was like, but you yeah, know, I'm just trying to watch my Channel Five cartoon. Like, <laughs> it's, it's Saturday. I mean, smoking nicotine. I'm pretty sure, and not now with the vapes, you know. And again, Jews, I'm pretty sure this is not. I mean, yeah. it's 100. percent It's a magical plant. And I mean, it's an oil now. Yeah, and it just it's like it's like uh, so draining a sock. Sweat. That's a terrible analogy. I'm gonna say towel, but (laughs) (laughs) so back to my story. What you asked me about pro wrestling? At one point, I think once I started to kind of fall back when it comes to pro wrestling was right after Undertaker lost his streak at WrestleMania. I think thirty. Really? With the Brock? With Brock? Yeah, because me being a Lifetime Undertaker fan, it broke my heart. Right. And was okay. Did it break your heart because it was Brock Lesnar, or did it break your heart because you like? Was it because of who broke it, or the stage that it was broken on? Both. Okay. Because of the politics in the back, and the fact that out of anybody that actually earned that right to finish his streak, mm-hmm. 
they chose Brock Lesnar. Who do you think should have done it, in your opinion? In my opinion... Like, whoever was high at that time. In my opinion, it would have been arrow-breaking if The Rock did like, Really? Like, like, let's say... Well, he wasn't really wrestling that no, much then. No, you're right, but since The Rock and Taker pretty I have a pretty long history before that, if The Rock came back one match and challenged him and he made like this six to year long storyline between Taker mm-hmm. and The Rock, it's just, that would have been that would have been miles crazier than what Ruggler did. Right. I mean, at first, when he returned in 2012, I jumped out of my seat. I was excited because I was a huge Brock Lesnar fan. Yeah, you were. And, you know, I even had the F5 with one of my friends, and I almost broke his neck. But that's no That's story. why they say don't try this at home. I mean, I didn't try it at home. I tried it at his house. Wow. There's no fucking loopholes. It technically, it is because don't try this at home, which is the context. Yeah, and he, he did it at his home, and they're telling him that, too. Because during commercial breaks, he went to the kitchen, so he never saw this ass. Fuck, shut the fuck up, yo. <laughs> so... Right then and there, I it took me a while to, I guess, relapse from pro wrestling. Like, I just, I, it felt toxic to me. I, I didn't even want to look at it. I didn't want to talk about it. Mm-hmm. And then with the whole, and then before that, the whole Chris Brown thing, I mean, Chris Benoit thing, sorry. Chris Brown, <laughs> I mean, he's problematic too. Uh, but. Like, like but with the Chris Brown thing and the. You said Chris Brown again. <laughs> Stop smoking okay, the drugs. Chris Chris Benoit. Wow. Put you that know, pen down. No. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so. Chris Benoit. Chris Benoit. <laughs> wow. Chris Benoit, you know, that thing, and then that, the other thing with Brock Lesnar, and some other stuff, and then. Wait, you know, not to cut you off. Where the fuck did that come from? Chris. Was that a meme? I think the Reddits, honestly. I don't know. <laughs> the Reddits. Anyway, Chris Benoit, yeah. And RIP. Then, I would say around yeah, RIP. I don't care what he did, what he didn't do. But so. Oh, we're I'm, not gonna get into yeah, that. No, listen. He's, they're all dead. Niggas die every day. Wow. So it's, <laughs> it's two thousand. It's like two thousand ten, and I mean, I would still follow pro wrestling. I would still watch like the new guys, and that's when I actually started to get into more indie stuff mm-hmm. because the whole story. No, that's by two thousand ten, I started watching more TNA at the time. Yeah, more indie stuff, and then I. I mean, I watched Raw SmackDown through highlights on YouTube. Shouts out to the YouTube highlights makers. They make TV watching much more enjoyable. Yeah, it, it, it's it's um, like if you miss out on something. But not everyone, though. Because some people, they do highlights, but they also have a very biased opinion. I mean, of course, everyone has their own personal bias. So clearly, you're going to lean towards one thing over the other. But yeah. I like... Like highlight content makers who just give us what happened and that's it. Yeah. Don't talk about it. Don't tell me what you thought. Just give me the fucking highlights of what happened. Yeah. And I'm good. And, and those, I'll form my yeah. own opinion on what I think is good or not. Yeah. So you know, at that time, I was still catching up on. <clears throat> I was still catching up on SmackDown, Raw, and then NXT started to pop off around 2013. I don't remember. I think 13, 14, 15, one of those years. It, like, NXT was always around, but yeah, it started to really pop off at like 2013, yeah. I would say. So at that time, I was watching NXT. I was watching the highlights mm-hmm. from most SmackDown. I saw it. Well, it, at that time, Impact Wrestling was just pretty much dead to me at that time. It was like, all the, all the good ones are gone. Mm-hmm. And then I started watching uh, Ring of Honor, New Japan. Oh, New Japan blew my mind. 
I love New Japan. I know but anything Japanese I like, even mm-hmm. anime too. And that was that necessary? Was no, that was necessary not. to mention? No, but it it, it goes in, in concept with this movie. I mean, the story I'm telling. <laughs> so, yo, you're high right now. Oh, like God. you're smart. Oh God! <laughs> First Chris Brown, now movie. <laughs> Life's a movie, bro. <laughs> I mean, if my life was a movie, it would be Good Will of Hunting. <laughs> How? I don't know. I didn't even watch the movie. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> From Happy Tree, no, not um, imaginary friends. <laughs> what? Let me go back to the story. What? Let me talk about the story. Wait, this, this is an important story. <coughs> this is this is like the divorce that was gonna slowly begin, but it took time. Mm-hmm. So my love with pro wrestling started to dwindle. I started to pretty much go from watching over 30, 40 hours of it a week. So I say about maybe 20, 30 minutes the mm-hmm. most. And that's on a good day when I'm really bored. And then I completely, just completely just dropped pro wrestling from one of my hobbies. It was actually 2018. Oh, last year. Last year. And then even this entire year so far, I have not watched a single highlight video. I have not really read on any articles. I don't even read the pod. I don't even listen to the podcast anymore. I don't. I don't know what's going on for wrestling anymore. All I know, I know. I know. I still know now. Like because when I'm on the go, I read some articles. So I know what's going on. I just have not been watching. Mm. Not, and I don't think I will watch it again unless. But no, no, no. Hold on. You saw. You watched WrestleMania though. Then I. I did. You two years. You watched WrestleMania two years ago. I watched. The, I actually watched this year's WrestleMania. Yeah. I remember. It was really late. It was like almost heavy. Yeah, that shit was late. I didn't even finish the whole thing. Because I was like, yo, I got work in the morning. Me too. I have to wake up at 5. And I'm up at 12.31. Yeah. I mean, I I shut it off right before the Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar match. Because I know who's going to win. And I'm not going to spend 20 minutes knowing my predictions are coming true. So I said, all right, I think I'm going to cut out here. I went to bed. And, you know, the next day I looked at the articles for the results. And lo and behold... Roman Reigns wins. I'm like, this is this is this is as usual as the shit you take every day. It's gonna happen. Wow. I so, mean, not necessarily because he didn't win the last match. He had a mania with Brock Lesnar. So there's two WrestleMania Brock Lesnar matches. Yeah, there was one where like he fucking cut Roman like mad hard. And he's like his whole face. Is oh drenched. yeah, I think that I shit was that. so uncomfortable to watch. The only reason why, and I know a lot of people be, you know, getting at us, like, people like me, is because, listen, even though we did grow up watching wrestling together, like, we had different interests of wrestling. Yeah. You know, like, you like ECW, you like the hardcore shit, and it was like, okay, I get it, there's an audience, I see why people like it, but... It's the spots and, like, the crazy shit that you see. Right, it was like, the shock value, but I didn't really like wrestling for that for that reason, like I like the storylines, like I actually did legitimately like the backstage interviews or just the hype of like building a match, you know, building the story, the mechanics before the match happens, like a novella kind of. So, but what we both agree on is that we are pretty much in the middle when it comes to um, athletic performance. Like I love, you know, all the crazy moves and all the unique yeah. signature moves and. 
the flashing stuff and the soup. I like the technical aspect of it and the and the indie style wrestling. I like. I really enjoyed it. That's why I started falling in love with pro wrestling around the early 2000s, the Ruthless Aggression era, mm-hmm. because you had Brock Lesnar, Kurt Angle, uh, the Hurricane, Eddie Guerrero. Why did I say the Hurricane? Eddie Guerrero. You know, you don't Chris, like him? Hurricane Helms? He was, he, he was actually funny. And Chris Benoit again. You know, those guys were technical masterminds, and I loved them. I still play mm-hmm. right now if I could. Wow. But I'm kind of slumped. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you kind of gone right now. Why do I feel like I'm moving more and more into my chair? Cause it's called drugs, Steven I was sitting up straight a minute ago. I mean, drugs uh, are just kicking in. I ain't gonna hold you. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so okay. Do you think that it's WWE itself that you're cutting back on, or is it wrestling in, in entirety? Because it sounds like you still fucks with the indie stuff. True, I you know, and ever since I heard about the new company AEW with Cody Rhodes and Kenny Omega, the Bucks, mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, this this could be it, Chief. Mm-hmm. But I I take at this point in my life, I take everything with a grain of sand. I don't I don't formulate an opinion until I read up what I need to read up on. I think and the term is grain of salt. Grain of salt, what I said. Grain of salt, <laughs> yo, never again. Listen, don't smoke. But regardless, they're both atom size. Okay, yeah, fine. Anyways, so you know glass. If you burn glass, that becomes glass. Wait, if you burn, sand, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like if lightning hit, like if lightning hits uh, sand, it becomes glass. Yeah. So imagine if lightning, which is like going buck wild in Miami Beach, the whole place will look like a fucking illusion. Wow, that's stupid. <laughs> so, um, what are oh, ruthless aggression era. Ruthless aggression era, and then. Uh, you know, New Japan, is, uh, pretty much anything Japanese wrestling, except for the hardcore extreme stuff, it's it's kind of cringe. Mm-hmm. But, you know, New Japan, All Japan, Pro Wrestling, uh, Ring of Honor, I love the technical stuff. Mm-hmm. I like the high spots. That's my favorite part of Pro Wrestling. Do you still... Do you, do you still see yourself enjoying the indie market further, you know, into the future as... These new companies start developing and all these new superstars and the indies start coming out. Well, I wouldn't say I'm going to invest more of my free time watching pro wrestling anymore. I'll probably watch, again, highlight videos or maybe clips of which match I feel like I want to watch. Mm-hmm. But most of the time, I'm, I'm pretty busy these days. I don't really have time to just sit down and watch pro wrestling, especially dozens of companies. It's, it's just too much. Mm-hmm. And also, like, the length of shows, like... You have Raw that's like three hours on a Monday, and then SmackDown is two hours on a Monday, and then NXT is an hour on Wednesday. For now, until next week, they're moving to USA Network for two hours. No, what they're doing is the first hour on USA, and then the second hour is on the network, which is NXT so is weird. Suck. That's it, guys. Rip. I mean, listen, everyone says that. I don't know because I feel like the extra time would allow for different. Um, storylines to develop because typically like with an hour like each week is different like you'll have different superstars which is cool but sometimes you're like damn like I wish I could see this person feud with this person or I wish I could see this person feud with that person so it's like now we have two hours to maybe actually add more elements of the storyline so I think I think Trips got it I mean again we haven't that's watched that's not yet. what I'm afraid of the storylines are great bar none 30 minutes 5 minutes 2 seconds they can make a great storyline it's you know of USA Network, 
and Vince McMahon. I mean, I've read some reports stating that Vince wants NXT and UFC. That way he could have more control over it. Yeah, but Triple H had an interview. He said, nah. He called bullshit on that. He's like, nah. Like, NXT is mine. Like, NXT is my baby. So. I hope so. And plus, he also got to focus on the XFL. Like, he's, is that shit slated to drop next year? So it's like, once that drops, I feel like we're going to see a difference. I mean, I have noticed a difference in WWE recently. I mean, again, like, Rome wasn't built in a day. So it's going to take some time for some of the the product to get better. Um, but I have seen some mild improvements here and there. I, I still think Raw is too long. Like, if they could cut Raw to two hours, I wouldn't be... I wouldn't really Especially be mad. in 2019, no one's sitting in front of the TV anymore for a th- let alone... A- no, that's a lie. Because binging, like, people... Th- this fucking... Our generation binges. Yeah, that's the thing. We binge on already streamed product. But to actually sit down and watch... Televi- well, then again, you can watch live television on your phone at this point. Right. And then also, think about it. Like, people watch sports. Sports be anywhere between one to three hours. So, yeah, it's true. like... True. So, there is a... Be two to exactly. Hours. So, there is a market of someone sitting there watching it. Like, I try to rush home before 8 o'clock just so I can take care of everything I'm watching. I mean, you know, even if I miss something, it's like, whatever, I'll catch up later. But... Yeah, I think the length of time is too much, especially when you factor in how many pay-per-views they have and well, like how 12, long. Right? I don't fucking know. It's just it's a lot. Yeah, I think it's like twelve pay-per-views, like one per month, and it be it be too much sometimes. Like I'm like, yo, like we gotta cut back, cut back on some of these some of these like pay-per-views because you know you dedicate. Anywhere between five to seven hours a week on WWE. On top of you got to dedicate anywhere between five to eight hours for a pay per view every month. So it's like all those hours rack up, and it's like that's time that I could have spent doing something else. Um, I mean, you're not forced to sit there and watch it, but of course, if you want to watch it, it's like yo shit, this is fucking long. Um, but. You know, you did mention indie wrestling. Is there anyone in the indies right now that you're paying attention to? Or anyone that you're kind of interested in? Well, I've been watching some of these indie guys just based on other matches with guys that I, I enjoy watching when they were at WWE. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Brian Cage, he's actually one of my favorite pro wrestlers now. Mm-hmm. Just because he's a, you know, he, most people look at him as a stereotypical big muscle guy. Yeah. Has like maybe one or two moves. Slow, but really strong, but... This guy, he can do backflips. He could, he does his own six one nine, like he's a fucking cruiserweight, but he's super powerful. Mm-hmm. He can power bomb a three hundred fifty pound dude on the table through a table, excuse me. And he's he's just a very athletic guy for a two hundred sixty pounder. Mm-hmm. Him and John John, what he goes by now, Johnny John Mox. Johnny Who are you Mundo. About? Remember, remember him? Oh, he's a yeah 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 John, John Mundo. Morrison. Y'all know he's John Mundo, and, you know, I pretty much watched his career from when he was in Eminem with Melina, huh? all the way until now marrying Valkyrie on, on New John Ground, and he was on TNA, and mm-hmm. he's just, he's, he's a very good pro wrestler, in my opinion, he's one of my favorites. Which I, is crazy, because people used to shit on him when he was in Eminem, and then it's yeah, like, Yeah, but his gimmick with John Morrison, like, you, it's hard to hate him as a heel, because he's so goddamn good. Yeah. He's so good. And then... With the part, and then he's not a bad. I mean, he doesn't take himself seriously. So 
would say he's a good actor because he's self-aware. And his comedy movies and action movies, like... What's the last thing he did? He, one of his movies I know was Duke, The Bonnie Hunter, or something like that. Dog or Doug or some, something would it be. It was funny. I was like, okay, it's just stupid, but he knows it's stupid, so they're just running with it, and I enjoyed mm-hmm. it. And a bunch of other stuff, too. So I, I've been following his career for about maybe 10 years now. Shit. Do you have any super... Do you have any, like, wrestlers who started off in indies and moved to WWE that you would consider like oh yeah I'll I would watch them or yeah. I would consider them there's actually I mean WWE pretty much has a huge roster and some of them are sadly underutilized and some of them are my favorite uh oh I know one of them he's super successful I mean come on he's a phenomenal one AJ Styles <laughs> uh my son King Puma or what's the same in these but he's now just called Ricochet. Nah, it was Prince Puma in the Indies. Now he's Ricochet, yeah. Yeah. Um Tommy N, aka you know known as Alistair, Alistair Black. Block. Yep. Um Johnny Gargano. Uh shit. I mean C- Cesaro, but at this point his appeal's pretty dead. Like I don't really care. I mean he's a decent mid carder. Like I feel like yeah. he fits in well and he's had a pretty good run, so it's not like he hasn't had a successful run. Like he yeah, had no, I, I just, I mean, the the fire for him to be, you know, world champion would have been awesome, but sadly, yeah, that never happened. So okay, so sorry, but sometimes watching him every single week doing every single of the same thing. I, now he don't be on as often on Raw. I mean, at the time, when yeah, I'm watching, before, he was on, yeah, he was on. Like, mm-hmm. all right, this match happened forty times in the past two days. <laughs> uh, who else would I would watch? There's so many. Uh, yeah, now they're in NXT. Any female wrestlers? Um, Tony Storm, one of my favorites. Yeah, she's badass. Although her face, yo, the faces she be making, she look crazy. But yeah, she's. Yeah. Badass. Uh, I don't really know a lot of like female wrestlers on the top of my head because I have now I'm following female wrestling because some most of them are pretty good. And honestly, you know the whole bra and panties thing. I mean, that's just entertainment for like two seconds. But mm-hmm. when are they actually gonna wrestle? Right. For a while, most of the women wrestlers were garbage. They were just yeah, iconic. it was only a few. Like, we had China, RIP. You know, Victoria was good. Lita. Lita. Molly Holly. Yeah. Mickey First James. of all, Molly Holly looks fantastic for her age now. Yep. I'm like, how you look better now than you did back then? Who, who else is that? Um, Mickey James. Yeah, Mickey James. Was, and, oof. That's a thicky James. That's a thicky James right yeah, there. She looks fantastic. Super milk. Yeah, yeah. We only had a handful of female wrestlers who could wrestle. Yeah. But then they were still subjugated to these fucking misogynistic storylines. It's like that bark like a dog shit still haunts me to yeah. this day. Fucking strange. And Sable, honestly, I don't understand the appeal. I mean, I get it. They had a. You know, they had a largely white male audience. Monkey. They like the Yeah, hunters. so they like that. Like, I feel like Sable always had an old face, yeah. but a young body. So it was, it was just... I mean, she was already old at that time. I yeah, think. she... It was just, like, kind of strange to me. And then the fact that she was Brock. Hey, man, he busting cheeks. Blah. That's nasty, <laughs> Give her the F5. The <laughs> F5. Um, so, but... Like I said, I don't really watch pro wrestling. I mean, I don't even know what that was going on on NXT anymore. I stopped watching it. Yeah. It was second. pretty recently, though. Well, recently. That you stopped watching NXT. Yeah. Remember, we used to watch it together. Yeah, but I would say around maybe early March. Mm-hmm. It was probably like the last takeover that I seen. I don't know which one. I forgot what it was. I think it was Philly. Uh, I don't remember. It was in March. What pay-per-view was that? 
No, the one that we went to, the one that I, I went to in Barclay, that was yeah. Brooklyn. Yeah. No, after NXT Brooklyn, I kind of just like stopped following NXT as well, mm-hmm. and I just completely fell out of favor with pro wrestling. Is it now okay? But you keep saying pro wrestling. Is it pro wrestling in general or just WWE? In general, I, I, it, what made me fall on it all fall out of love with WWE, mm-hmm. and then from there, it was just a, it was just a never ending slope to the bottom. Mm-hmm. Now, okay, so you you mentioned the other ticket thing. Was there anything else that kind of was like, yo, I'm not with this? Like, was there anything like storyline wise or just in general that made you realize? I think Vince has to be. Okay, wow, like we're I'm, not like, going to say that. I'm saying like, yo, for the past few years, his idea of storytelling and comedy is just. Fucking cringe! I can't stand it. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like you have, we oh, all can't. And I'm asking myself, I I have to be all shrooms, Molly, and some Heineken to be even <laughs> remotely chuckled by anything R Truth ever does ever. Oh come on! I'm just like, why do? Why does he keep doing shit? Dumb okay, shit. first of all, R Truth, he's a he's a treasure. He's a comedic relief, <laughs> and he's someone. First of all, he trained a lot of them. In the performance center, you know, like he has a character, and at the end of the day, it's like sometimes it is good to just have someone who has a who's just a good person. So I don't mind our truth. I mean, I will say this: Are you talking about the twenty four seven title? Yeah, no, it was bef- no. Uh, just I, before that, yeah, way before that. Yeah, because the twenty four seven title is pretty much. The I will say, yeah, I will say though. I am starting to get a little annoyed at the twenty four seven title only because it's like it's the same people over and over again. And there's no actual meaningful matches. Like, see, I'm I'm kind of at a crossroads because a part of me is like I find this funny. Like, I think shout it is. Ha! Ah, yeah, shout out. <laughs> it's like you know I do find it funny. Like what happens, but sometimes I'm just like, yo, it could be better. Like, why is it that any random person can get this title? Like, it, you're just kind of diminishing the value of the title. The title never had value. It's yeah, so it's like it's like they started at zero, and then it's just going in a negative. And then sometimes they'll move in a positive, but then they'll move back to the negative. Like, I'm not going to lie. When Gender had it, I was more intrigued at the 24-7 title when Gender had it. Then they added Drake Maverick, which, yeah, added an element. I mean... Like, he has some creative spots, like the thing at his wedding. Um, like, he had moments that were hilarious. But it's like WWE takes something that's good, and then they fucking run it to the ground. That's and it's like, yo, does. like, now, like, it's like when a happy accident happens, and you're like, oh, shit, I could, like, capitalize on this. And then you overcapitalize on it, and it just no longer becomes funny at all. Like, half of these Vine stars, a.k.a. Instagram stars. Most of... What society calls comedy makes me physically ill. Okay, you're taking it too far. Now. Like, Vince's <laughs> idea of comedy it is cringy. Gives me diarrhea. Wow. I I can't stand his out, out of touch mind. Yep. The mat, the oversaturation of what they consider WWE gold, mm-hmm. like the same match every freaking week. Yep. And then it's just like it's not even a storyline anymore. It's just okay. You have none else. Like, my mind went from fan to now spectator to where I just pretty much write off the crap in my head to mm-hmm. see if it matches with their crap. And most of the time it's true. So I'm pretty much expecting the exact same thing mm-hmm. verbatim. For example, 
oh, the only reason he's getting a push because they're trying to capitalize on his ethnicity background. And look, lo and behold, you have, you have gender, um, um, recently... Mustafa Ali. Mustafa Ali, um, the other guy, the, the guy from New World, New Land, the New World Order. No, the New Founding Brothers. No, um... I don't know who you're talking the, the about. The three dudes with the bootios. Oh my god. <laughs> New Day. New Day. New Day yeah. The fucker New World Order? <laughs> <laughs> New Day were from Kobe Kings and something like, okay, they're trying to capitalize on the fan market. But the there. thing is, they're all good. The, like, no, no, well, hold on. Okay, first of all, Jinder's not good. He is most improved. Okay, I'll say that. He's most improved. Mustafa Ali. Puts he's he's on amazing. He's, fantastic yeah, matches. Mustafa Ali, okay. And, and he's, he was he was not human. <laughs> you had to bring him, you had to domesticate him. Wow. Now he's a lap dog. He was a wolf in the Indies. He's not a lap dog. So. I think he's, no, nah, no. Nah, I think he's fantastic. No, it's like a metaphor about. where. Yeah, I get like, you. They, he could go off, but Vince is like, no. Yeah. But, and then, you know, you know, and then they, Sami Zayn, right? Sami Zayn. Yeah, Sami Zayn. I, sadly, I was a huge fan of him in Indies. That's why I started mm-hmm. watching him in the NXT. El Generico. Yeah, El Generico. But for some damn reason, to this day, since he got into the main roster, he has just been jobbed and treated like dirt. And he just come back. I ask myself, do you not care anymore, or do you just need a paycheck? Or... Okay, so I'm going to stop you right there, because I've said this before, right? We got to treat this as we do a normal job. We are all jobbers, and at the end of the day, we're all jobbers. But we're not Some of else. us are more jobbers than... No, we take L's at work, okay? It may not be the same, because we're not on the grand stage, we're not on TV, but at the end of the day, we are some, some sort of a jobber. Here's why I think people like Sami Zayn, uh, you know, and others who clearly have the backing of the fans, they have the the, the moves, they have you know a specific skill set within them that'll help them propel their career. This is why I think they'll settle for whatever WWE gives them. At the end of the day, just to quote Gina, at the end of the day, it's still WWE. At the end of the day, it's an established company. With stock and all this other shit and all this glamour. It's a company that everybody knows, all right? That everybody recognizes. And you're making more money than whatever bingo hall you were wrestling at. Now, do I think that's the aspiration for everyone? No, clearly. Some people just like, yo, I want to be a part of WWE. I want to provide for my family. I want to still do what I love. I got a job, fine, but yo, I'm making. Like, three times what I was making down fucking Iowa, you know, at a wrestling show with, like, four people who showed up. One dude who died. You know, like, some people think of that. Others think, oh, shit, you know, this could catapult my career into other things. I could do movies. I could do music. I could do whatever. Some people take this, like, yo, this is, this is it. Like, this is this is all I got. And if I don't have wrestling, I will kill myself. And then there's some who they're like, you know what? I, f- I first loved WWE, but now I'm falling out of love with it. I think I'm going to go to the indie. So everyone is different in that aspect, yeah. right? But, like, I can see why you're upset, you know, because it's like you see someone that you're a fan of, and you're like, yo, like, I want better for them. But it's just like sometimes maybe what's better for them is not what we think is better for them. Sometimes it could just be ul- ulterior reasons. I mean, 
WWE is fucked up as a company because they're still in, treated as independent co- contractors. They got to yep. pay for their travel. They got to pay for their health care. You know, sadly, somehow, this, even though I feel like this rule has to be some sort of Department of Labor law, where even though technically you're an independent contractor, you're still independent. You should be able to say, hey, I want out of my contract. Right, or still do other stuff outside of the yeah. meet, but they're like, like, oh, a, you can't it's work. It's like a per diem job. Yeah. If you're some sort of like house nurse or whatever. Mm-hmm. But uh, for some reason, you're stuck here until the head doctor tells you when to die. Right. Like, and it's like, yeah, so I don't think it's a true independent con- Like, I feel like that contract is. That contract is. I don't know, like something. Family's ironclad, eventually. Right. You know, and you know, I feel like there's something in there that just. Yeah, because you're right. It's like, if you're an independent contractor, that means that you work for yourself. You have a contract like, hey. I'll work for you for two years. You know, you cannot fire me and and I cannot quit. I have to be here. However, I am still free to pursue other things outside. And I feel like the they rest I feel like if wrestlers were allowed to pursue other things outside, the product would be better. Not even that. Well Because I, people will be happier. I would disagree because at some point if Vince thinks that they're outside activity is, you know, it's garnering them, you know, revenue and fan attraction, Vince is kind of, is going to want a piece of that. Yeah. Just like how you do up, up, down, down. He now monopolized an independent YouTube channel started by three close friends Mm -hmm. just for fun. And now they have to do this watered down generic YouTube clickbaity kind of material. No, it's, it's pretty much the, I mean, it's the same. Honestly, and he has different categories, but I will say, okay, he had to ask for permission, right? Because he was doing it while he's, like, traveling and stuff with them. So, he had to ask for permission for that. Plus, he had to ask permission because he has his own team, like, his own interns or whatever who are traveling with them. But Up, Up, Down, Out is his baby. Like, that's why, and I don't know how many videos you saw, I've seen of them. One. That's why when wrestlers come on... He asks them for a nickname, and he refers to them as their nickname. Because he does not want it where it's like, oh, yeah, we're speaking of Roman. It's like, yeah, you're introducing as Roman Reigns. But guess what? On the next time he appears, he has his own nickname. It's the merchandise. Or we've got Seth Rollins who appears. You know, like, it's like, guess what? I'm not really capitalizing on the product itself, so you cannot technically own me. Now... That's all I know. There is probably a part of WWE that owns something of it, or maybe something that they take. So I agree with you on that part, but it's true. It's like he always wants a piece of the pie, and it's like you cannot have a piece of the pie when the rest of the kitchen is fucked up. Yeah. Like, the kitchen is dirty, but you focus on this pie. So that's why... Um, I, started, I, I started becoming a spectator around 2006 when, when he reintroduced ECW. Mm-hmm. That's when I, I was like, my mind was shifting from fans to say, hey, wait a minute. He hated ECW. Right. Why? Oh, I get it. He wants to capitalize on mm-hmm. nostalgia. And he compl- and since he had complete control, it mm-hmm. was just a hot, messy diarrhea Okay, uh, this is the second time you say diarrhea. Do you need to go to the bathroom, sir? Nah, I'm Gucci, bro. And it just, ECW was exciting. It was not just hardcore wrestling. It was also 
shoot wrestling, you know, cool moves and cool spotlights and luchadors. And I'm like, yo, Bruce, this is awesome. To fucking the mummy. Bro, the mummy. <laughs> you got Sandman just drunk and inebriated <laughs> the goop. I'm like, how? First of all, Randy Orton's failing a regular drug test, but Sandman's literally coming into work intoxicated. <laughs> so, what kind of rehab system are you guys working here, Vince yeah. Boy? I mean, that was obviously before. I hardly got know, changed. Before Eddie Guerrero. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, now it, it's changing now because they want to become a legitimate sport to where, you know, they're. Like the commissions, like they want to move towards that, but see, this is where it's weird. I don't know if you know this. The wellness policy only applies to full time wrestlers. Yeah. So if you're a part timer, that means you could be off the juice, off the yay, off whatever. Off heroin. All right. And come in and do your fucking match, this and that. Who knows how fucked up you are. And the rules don't apply to you. Brock Lesnar, uh, Goldberg, uh, who, who am I missing? Maybe the Undertaker, but I mean, he looks... He's... Yeah, I doubt it. I mean, he looks great now after the, the surgery, but again, age, like, yeah. age is still going to catch up to you. Yeah, um, who else? I, there's not a lot of part-time. Maybe John, I mean, John Cena looks, the, he's been looking the same for years, so... Actually, I feel like John Cena was more buff back then than he is now. Yeah, because he had to down the dosage. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so yeah, you know, any people that are pretty, are not traveling full time in WWE schedule are considered part timers, and they could they could be on anything. Hell, they could even be on fucking black tar molasses for all we go fuck. The Vince gonna be like, "That's good shit right there." And that's all. That's all you ever gonna say. So, <laughs> Brock Lesnar. I mean, sometimes he's looking pasty, pink, a peach, maybe a little bit of brown fuzz on his face, wow. uh, beard, no beard, clean shave, goatee, Hitler mustache. Uh, bloated, blocky, big, buffy, mm-hmm. bloated. Like, bro, what's going on with your diet, my guy? <laughs> I mean, I get it. No, all jokes aside, I, I, I get what he has. Diet, something who gives yeah. us lotus. Wow. So he can't digest food properly. So I'm, that's why he's looking like a marshmallow. Diverticulitis? Yeah. Something like that. Something ISIS. Oh, my God. Psoriasis. Let's just call it that. So, you know, sometimes... Okay, <laughs> it's not psoriasis. So, <laughs> so I get it. He has to supplement certain things that he can't get from food, sadly, and... You know, he's looking weird all the time. I get it. But once he's on that trend bowling sandwich, trend bologna, <laughs> my boy looking thick. Boy, he making dummy swole. Ew. <laughs> Shout out to UK slang. He's thick, my man. So, you know, like, sometimes wow. Brock Lesnar looking dummy swole. I'm like, yo, you look like Broly from Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> wow. I'm like, all right, cool, Brock. I, I get you out here fucking curling 500-pound logs and shit in front of your daughters. Whatever, man. Do you. But sometimes he comes in like, you know, a little bit of extra pizzas, you know. I'm like, my guy, you like a father right now. <laughs> I mean, he is a father. I mean, yeah, but damn, my guy, you in WrestleMania, you over here just looking like you just had a, a keg stand competition of one. <laughs> like, you need to pee? Like, you got to take a dump? You need oh, to make sandwiches? Yeah, no. It's, it's, it's kind of it's kind of crazy out there, but... um. With wrestling, because you say you didn't know a lot of female wrestlers, do you have you? Did you think that your decision to move away from pro wrestling also uh, had to deal with the way that women are treated? Like, did you really care? 
at, at some point? Uh, at the time, you know, when they were just like half naked, me, you know, teenage boy with hormones, I said A plus plus plus, awesome job. Now, uh, yeah, the women wrestlers—they're great, but I—I'm sorry, but I'm not really a big fan of watching it. Alright, so why are you not interested in women's wrestling? I guess for me, it's too little too late. Me personally, as, as going from a fan to a spectator to pretty much not existing in my life. Because mm-hmm. if they were to start this, you know, big women's push, mm-hmm. this women's wrestling push a little, uh, maybe five years earlier, mm-hmm. I would be, com- excuse me, I would be completely progressing at this point. I mean, mm-hmm. then again, it doesn't matter if you have an army, if they're not to shoot a gun good at it mm-hmm. so yeah I, I saw the becky lynch and charlotte and ronda rousey here with you main mm-hmm. event wrestlemania I, I liked it it was really good mm-hmm. don't get me yo ronda rousey no lie she, she's decent she's decent in the ring wow she's um yeah she had her moments i mean she's a female brock in my opinion like there were moments where i rooted for her but then there were moments i was reminded like oh She's still green. Yeah, so I was kind of like, eh, but I would say I, I give her credit for the fact that she's a fan, like she's an actual fan of wrestling, and she actually cared enough to, like, do the work, you know? So, um, I mean, I feel a type of way about MM, MMA chicks coming into wrestling because it's like when you're in MMA, and you probably, you know, because you watch it, People in MMA shit on wrestlers. They're like, oh, that's not real. That what we do is real. Y'all pussies and that. But then when their fucking contracts run out or when the motherfuckers get caught with substances and they get banned and out of fucking job, they're like, oh, WWE was good. And then, you know, this company who they're like, oh, you know what? If we get real athletes, it'll legitimize wrestling even more. So we're going to give them contracts and then motherfuckers get comfy because they're like oh shit i'm actually making a little scratch like i'm making more money here than i was in the fucking octagon so i think i'm gonna fuck with this wrestling shit more it's not until their friends start ragging on them that all of a sudden they're like oh wrestling is fake isn't that it's like it wasn't fake when they were cutting you two million dollar checks it wasn't fake when you were on tv and you had merch because do people in mma have merch uh, no, ever since, okay, well, technically for UFC, it's been, they've, I have, like, this kind of, like, joint contract agreement with, um, what's that sports line, sports line clothing, uh, Reebok. Mm-hmm. So, before all the UFC fighters, whether you're just some, you know, preliminary whatever fight, with mm-hmm. a one loss and zero win, whatever, mm-hmm. They used to have their own merchandise. They could still promote their own merchandise, have their mm-hmm. own websites, and they were making money regardless whether they win or lose a fight. And then the big heavy players, like the pretty much like the Michael Jordans of the UFC, making the most money from their match card because you know mm-hmm. they they pull in more ticket sales. Even them, they have merchandise now with the whole Reebok thing and UFC. Everyone's been monop- everything has been monetized. Every single athlete, every single fighter. Cage fight, I call them. I'm calling them arthritis. They have to come in and Reebok clothing. Mm-hmm. So they're not getting, they're not, and then their merchandise sales completely got cut by two thirds because now they're getting a small little purse from Reebok 
compared to their own business. Mm -hmm. So, you know, everyone got cut in the end with that agreement, but hey, <laughs> green money don't speak nothing, honey. Wow, that was a terrible... I don't know what lesson you were trying to teach us, but that was terrible. <laughs> I honestly forgot, so I just kept talking. <laughs> but, um... So you okay? So you said that it started too late. Now that we're here, 2019, we got the quote unquote women's evolution or revolution, or whatever. Do you see this moving in a positive direction? I believe this is a bamboozle. Okay. Because because the, the very first few months when the woman's resolution came to it's not resolution. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we haven't resolved anything yet. <laughs> I mean, Women's Revolution came to the, you know, to Raw and SmackDown. It became a farce. The first Money in the Bank ladder match was won by fucking, um, what's this dude named the No Chin? Oh, yeah. Um, fuck. James, El Oliver? No. James Ellsworth. James yeah. Ellsworth. Yeah, a and man. Then, yeah, a man. And then the first Battle Royale was won by fucking San Santino Morella. Yep. And then it went by someone else. I don't think I don't think it was a dude or actually a woman. I'm not sure, but it, you don't do anything after yeah. the battle royale. It's like okay, thanks. You just helped us build 20 mm -hmm. minutes. Um, the Divas Championship, but that was before Revolution. Yeah, I mean that was that was like the beginning of it, and AJ Divas. Lee was like a proponent of like moving away from the Divas. Yeah, and then <laughs> Divas. wow, so. Um, what was I going, what was I going with my point? You remember? You're too high for this. No, I got it. Um, I just need to remember. But, yeah, I wasn't really watching. With the dudes winning. Oh, yeah, with the dudes winning women's historic matches. And even, I mean, the historic matches like the Hell in a Cell and the Elimination Chamber, mm -hmm. the ladder matches. It's interesting, but since they're bought, since they have smaller frames, they can't do crazy bumps. Just like if they they could do it in the Indies because you know they're still getting paid, but they're like, we you know children and you can't go too crazy. Mm -hmm. You gotta like put your moves. Most of the matches feel kind of stalled, sloppy, and sometimes downright uncoordinated. But I I see where you're coming from with that, but not all of them. And it's and I don't think it's the women's bodies. I mean I I get it because women's matches can be brutal. Like I will give an example. Sasha Banks versus Bailey, NXT Brooklyn. Yeah, that was that shit was like they, that was the match that really kicked off. Yo, we need to step our fucking game up. We cannot be having Blonde Barbie 2.0, Blonde Barbie 86. Barbie? Yeah, Barbie. They're bloods now. Wow. <laughs> we can't be having these same whack ass blonde chicks just doing the the fucking most minimal ass effort in the ring. Like, we need to have someone who, you know, who fucking moves like an actual wrestler. And, I mean, I get your point where you're coming from, but and I and I completely agree because, like, you had, you know, one of the most pivotal moments of women's wrestling and you just squandered it away. And then, mind you, the Money in the Bank match with Carmella, they did that shit twice. Yeah, I, I heard. And he's and it's like, yo, like, you got a do-over, and we're like, oh, they're a do-over, we're gonna finally get the Money in the Bank match we wanted, and yeah, the Money in the Bank matches were good, again, you still pulled the fuckery with having a do interfere, it's like, yo, we don't need 
If you're going to have men interfere in women's matches, you're going to have to do it in the same capacity as when you have female valets interfering in men's matches, right? Like, when you have the valet, like, distract the ref or do some dumb shit. Like, if you're going to do that, you're going to have to do it both ways. Now, you should have the dude distract the ref or the dude do some, like, silly shit outside of the ring to... Because, you know, it kind of goes into equality. It's like... You're not about to sell me the dream of women's wrestling, the women's um, evolution, and then just give me fucking garbage. It's like you telling me, "Yo, gee, I baked some, I baked a a, a chocolate cheesecake. You want some?" I'm like, "Hell yeah!" And I go into the kitchen, and there's only one slice, and I'd be like, "What is the rest of the cheesecake?" You're like, "Oh, sorry, dude, I didn't even finish it, but you can have half of this." I'm like, "Wait, half of a slice?" But like, yeah. I got you next time, though. Ooh, cheesecake would be so good right now. Oh, we got the seven-layer bars. Let's try it. Oh, just... All right, I'll try it, I'll try it. (laughs) But, all right, back to your point. The woman's woman's resolution... Stop saying resolution! They haven't solved anything yet. (laughs) The woman's resolution was interesting. It was entertaining. It's still going. It is, but at that point, maybe like halfway... Halfway 2018 to early 2019... I just completely X'd out all, all things pro wrestling. Hell, I can honestly say I have no idea what the hell's going on right now. And wow. if someone would ask me what happened last night on Raw, I'd be like, I was asleep by 10. <laughs> 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 I don't know anything about Raw. Wow. Unless... So, and you know what's funny? It's like, there's a lot of fans like you out there who still who still are like, nah, I don't watch wrestling, but for some weird reason... There's someone in the know. Like you said, you don't watch it, but you read articles when they pop up. Yeah. And then you're like, so, yeah, I mean, listen, it's not for everyone. Sometimes you start off with a love and then it kind of dwindles. And, yeah, I, I get it. And, and I appreciate you being honest about it and not being a dick about it. Because I feel like a lot of people who say that, oh, I don't watch wrestling. That shit sucks, this and that. But it's like, dude, okay, calm down. Like, there's other people who like it, so... Yeah, I mean, I get it. I I know what wrestling is fake. Some of it is not. Most of it is. Mm -hmm. But you you know what's real and what's fake. Exactly. The kicks and the hits and the suplexes... That's... That's... That's yeah. knee slapping. That's yeah. leg slapping. Yeah. Yeah, but you if you if you see a close up shot of let's say Finn Balor turnbuckle drop kicking wave the fiend Wyatt, like you are gonna see his fucking toes, his size ten yeah. boots in the man's <laughs> face, and you can't tell me that shit don't hurt. Steel chairs to the back. Exactly. Well, well, the reason because you know I watch documentaries of pro wrestling. When someone hits you with a steel chair, they're actually aiming at your upper back, which is the thick of the muscle. Yeah. And you, they tense like themselves kinda, up. Yeah, like kind of like yeah. where your shoulder area. Like from, yeah. from your real delts to your to um, your laps and your upper back most like the trapezes. That can take the bulk of the hit and not have any lasting damage. Mm-hmm. The lower back, if you hit it, that is going to hurt yep. the next day. But, you know, they get, they get all real tense up and they tighten their body. And, and I mean, it's still going to sting, mm-hmm. but they have to settle like, shit, this fucking hurts. Even though it really does, but... If they just did it, you know, with a rounded back, all relaxed, mm-hmm. that shit's gonna give you scoliosis. Yeah. Fucked up, yeah. And then candlesticks. I'm candlesticks, pretty sure that shit hurts too. Going to the tables. I mean, skin. I mean, yeah, not to cut you off, but I feel like the Home Depot should really get like some sort of promotion from these tables. <laughs> because these are some extremely not durable tables. Like, they're... Nah, nah. 
Hold on. In Japan, New Japan, them fucking Japanese tables don't fucking break for they're not, nothing. They're not, it's not wood. It's fucking, it's made out of granite. Like, that shit, the, them shits don't break. Okay? And then, the crazy thing is, like, the spots with the tables hurt more. Yeah. Because <laughs> that shit is tough. That this, shit is not breaking. So you just like, ah! I'm like, As yeah. opposed to, the WWE is that you went through it. So, yeah. the you didn't really feel as much of an impact going into it, so yeah. It looks like as a kid, you go, oh my god, yeah. Tables. But now it's like, okay, these are. I feel great. like ladders fucking hurt though. Yeah, they do. Listen, aluminum, 40, 60 pound ladders. That shit going to your chest, that shit hurts. Yeah, I don't care. Your rib cage. Jeff Hardy fucking... jumping on top of you while you're on top of a yeah. ladder, that shit hurts. And it's still gonna hurt him because the the ladder, the end of it is gonna yep. hit his hamstring. Exactly. Ouch. So. So so yeah, some of them wake up every day with painkillers all over their. Mm-hmm. Gallbladder, whatever. Wow. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm gonna go somewhere else with that. But yeah, they're in pain, they're sore, they're tired, but they do this for us. We appreciate them, except for me, because I no longer care that they do this for me. Wow. I don't watch it anymore. But I, I do still respect the top guys in WWE, what's going on with NXT. I mean, no, you know what I'm like? I don't know what the fuck is NXT anymore. Wow. Uh, I watch some of the, like, oh, breaking news highlights on Google, whatever. Mm-hmm. And, I just know what happened with Chris Jericho's title and shit like that. But mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on when it comes to, like, matches and cards and stuff. Okay. Now, do you see yourself watching AEW when it comes on? Possibly, no. no. Like, Same. It's, it's just the oversaturation of pro wrestling, especially with, you know, social media and the internet and all the other indie companies. I just... What's that word? Um... Okay, I just got tired, you know. Mm-hmm. I got tired, I got overwhelmed, and I, I just cold turkey. That's it. Okay, I don't need it anymore. Yeah, yeah, no, and that happens to some people. Um, so I know you don't watch wrestling, but um, you know our dead ass family. We gotta do this little ting. It's the night before Clash of Champions. So I'm sure you guys are super excited. Um, I will say the last pay per view that I watched, you know, me and Gina were in the city. Shout out to Jabba Tears. I thought, I thoroughly enjoyed that pay-per-view. So, um, I mean, the card for Clash of Champions is kind of ass, and I will say that the the episodes of Raw SmackDown leading up to Clash have been kind of ass as well. So, I'm a little on the fence. Like, I'm not sure if I'm watching it or not. Maybe I might catch some of it. Maybe I might watch it later during the week, you know, just watch the reruns, but... You know, we're just going to kind of quickly run through the predictions. Steven, if you want to chime in, um, definitely feel free. So we got the Cruiserweight Championship. Drew Gulak, who's the champion, versus Humberto Carrillo versus Lince Dorado. So um, this is definitely a Cruiserweight. Now, y'all keep sh- see, and definitely feel free to jump in. You know, you remember back then when Cruiserweights were held with such high regard yeah. because of their skill set of being nimble and agile and just high flyers i don't know i feel like after eddie died they cruiserweights were just shitted on i don't believe i don't believe after eddie died i believe once vince thought that he can move his i guess his product more of a commercial route and he wanted to save time on all all the most skilled wrestlers mm-hmm. they don't have they don't, they don't have any selling power mm-hmm. so he just completely, you know, ex- kicked out of the door by having Horn struggle win the final Cruiserweight Championship. You ever been a stupid ass day? I think that was probably some of the strikes I started to fall out of wrestling. And then now with this 205 Live, it's just 
why do you have to make it a separate thing? Right. Why the, Why you have all of Nickelodeon from like 5 a.m. <laughs> to 11 p.m. But now I don't know where it's Nick at night. It's, like, it's not even the same channel. It's just, it's just some old ass TV show. Like, who's watching the Brady Bunch? First of all, remember that summer we, all we did was watch Brady Bunch? Sometimes kids, when you have cable or like, like you know, back to the 90s and 80s kids, when you had cable, don't, don't take it for granted because... One day you're gonna run out of cable, mom ain't gonna pay that bill, and you just watching Brady Bunch marathons <laughs> for three months straight, and then you go to school. Traumatized. <laughs> like why? Or the Iron Giant fucking marathon. Yo, seventy-two hour marathon. No, that was a seventy-two hour marathon. Seventy-two days. Yo, that shit, and we watched it. Yeah. Every single time it came on. To the point that we memorized. <laughs> we were reciting the movie. My dad, our dad was very worried about us. Oh my god, yo! I was like, why, why is it, why is this happening? Yeah. And then two or five blow. I said at first, okay, at first the tournament was awesome. I mm-hmm. liked the cruiserweight inaugural championship tournament because most of these guys that I saw were actually from the indie scene. So I said, right. oh, I'm watching this. I watched the WWE Network at 1999. It's 9.99. Oh. Oh, yeah, you're right. What, the, what kind of bootleg network you had? Yo, some dude was <laughs> overcharging double, double, double you. Double-double B. Double-double Bs. <laughs> but, <laughs> Just know, hoodoos and Tims. You know, wow. But I watched it for free because, you know, that free free month trial. And then this guy that won, what was his name? Oh, he, he, he dabs and shit. TJ? TJ, TJ Perkins? TJ Perkins. I said, okay, he's, he's now He's now in the Indies. Oh, good riddance. Yeah. Um, wow. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, he's cool. I didn't see, like, his character. Mm-hmm. I didn't hear his music. But then when I saw him, I just knew from that point on that he's a clown. <laughs> wow. This man is in his <laughs> mid-30s dabbing. And I, his, honestly, he doesn't have, like, he was, they were, he, they were trying to run a storyline with him. He's like, oh, you know, he was homeless, blah, blah, mm-hmm. hard life, hard knocks. But then he started talking too damn much backstage. Yeah. He, beca- he became cocky, like. And then that he, and then the reporter saying that he lied about being homeless. He just wanted that that soft that pity story from Triple H. I'm like, damn, son, you're kind of a dick. But then yeah. again, you you, I mean, this, 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 you wasn't much of a character anymore. Yeah, it, he was kind of stale. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I was yeah. the same way. Where at first I was like, oh, cool, TJ Perkins was kind of interesting, and I tried to defend him to Gino, but Gino used to roast a shot at him. And then when the stuff started coming, out, I was like, oh, nah. He's kind of creepy, yo. Like, he looks like a child prayer, no lie. Oh, God. I was just thinking he looks like he's trying to cats. Okay, wow. Well, so that's the Cruiserweight Championship match. Then we have Brent. I'm not going to lie. I don't know who the fuck these people are. Brent Brookhouse, Brian Campbell, Adam Silverstein, Jack Crosby. Um, who? I think this is Cruiserweight, and I don't watch 205 Live, no lie, because I don't have the network. And it sounds blasphemous because it's like, you have a wrestling podcast. I'm like, yo, I'm going to tell you right now. I had to cancel the wrestling network because I wasn't watching it all the time. Like, I literally only used it for NXT and I used it only for the pay-per-views. But I found this other method of watching that stuff without having to subjugate myself to the monthly fees. Don't at me. Don't ask me the link because I'm not trying to ruin the, the quality to it, right? So I still watch it. I just don't be on the network. Anyways, <laughs> we have the women's tag match. Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross versus Fire and Desire. 
What do you think about Alexa Bliss? At first, I absolutely loved her. I adored her. Why? I adored her character. I think, you know, she's probably one of the shortest, shortest female wrestlers to date. Um, and it just, it's just a, a certain charm to her, you know? In my opinion, she's pretty. I think she's pretty. She's attractive. And, you know, she's not a crazy wrestler, but she uses her small stature and her athletic skills and gymnastics, her abilities. I was like, yo, that moonsault was tight. No line, no front, no captain. And then Nikki Cross, I'm like, oh, okay, Irish lassie, dummy thick, and she looks kind of <laughs> crazy. I like you. And she was interesting. And and they ruined her, moving her to the main roster. Yes, because and insanity is done. Yeah. Um, they have Eric Young as a jobber, but he's in his 40s. I, I think at this point he doesn't even care anymore. Free check, sit there for like five minutes and go, cool. <laughs> and then, you know, what's your name again? Uh, Nikki Benz, no, that's a Nikki Cross. Nikki wow. Cross. What are you thinking about right now? Nothing. Nikki Cross. Nikki Cross. Yeah, Nikki Cross. Um, you know, she just became like a very, that one weird friend that you just hang out with because you feel sorry for them. Yeah, it, I don't, they, they ruined her character completely. Yeah. Like, she was at the heart of the most interest, one of the most interesting NXT um, storylines. And then they just completely they just watered her. Yeah. yeah. Like, her character, like, you can't, there's a lot of times where they they fail to pull off, like, a psycho crazy character. Yeah. But, you know, Brian Pillman, uh, <coughs> Jake the Snake Roberts, uh, Mankind, I would say, Nick, Nick, sorry, Nikki Cross, like, her crazy, <laughs> these days, oh, you know, crazy women are crazy. Wow. When they say they're crazy, bruh. Leave. So she was. She was. She was really good in the ring. Like, yeah. No, she is good in the ring. I, I say that, and I think that, like the lot, like the match she had at NXT Takeover with Shayna Baszler. Yo, we was, watched it together. Yeah. She like she was put in a headlock or whatever her fucking move is, and she fucking passed out smiling. Yeah, like you was, remember when we both watched it? We're like, yo, yo this bitch is sick. Yeah, that bitch was. She said, yeah, choke me. Yeah, and she was she, like, choke me daddy. And like, when Shayna saw her, I think she broke, she almost broke character. Yeah, because, laugh. yeah. But she's like, yo, I like working with this chick. She's cool. Yeah. And then, I mean, I love Alexa Bliss. Well, before I did. Now, I like her. Not because, you know, you know, something happened to her or she became bad. It's just that, like Vince has been doing lately for the past, let's say, 10 years, oversaturation. Of the same... Mean think, girl, yeah. blonde thing. Like, it's like, yo, it's we've not, had but this already. Not, wait, that's not my point. Quantity over quality what we've been doing. So, you have a bright new star. She's not green. She's actually, you know, pretty decent in the ring. And she has a good-ass <laughs> character. Like, she's a good character. But, if you keep shoving it down people's throats, they're going They're going to regurgitate and they're going to re- resent you. Because, like, first, Roman Reigns, he had a slow build to, you know... The face of the company. Mm-hmm. At first, they were, they were cheering him, like, yo, he's gonna be the next big thing. And then Vince just launched the You know what? I'm gonna I'm stop you right there because we're not about to get into this. We're not about to get it's, into it's this about Roman. It's called opinion. And you have every right to have that opinion, but you know what? I'm just gonna move on. So, Fire and Desires, Mandy Rose. Do you know who Mandy Rose is? I, I know who's Mandy Rose. And Sonya Deville, who used to be a former. Um, I'm amazed. And- What can help you take advantage of today's low mortgage rates and save money? Rocket can. 
you could save hundreds of dollars every month by refinancing with Rocket Mortgage at today's near historic low rates. If your current rate is over 4%, with today's low rates, you could lower your payment by over $150 a month, saving thousands in interest every year. With a cash-out refinance from Rocket Mortgage, you could consolidate and pay off high-interest debt, tackle home improvements that could add value to your home, or even set aside cash for your child's future education. We've already helped over 1 million clients just like you reach their home financing goals this year alone. So remember this, what can give you the technology to refinance easily and save money? Rocket can. Call us today at 8338-ROCKET or go to rocketmortgage.com. That's 8338-ROCKET or go to rocketmortgage.com. Savings are based on quick loans, internal data, points and fees may apply. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender, license in all 50 states, analysts, consumer access.org, number 3030. They so, were they were in Riot Squad with yeah uh, Ruby Riot yeah and I don't know why they broke them up it was strange no I'm sorry they were the one they no were no the they were team. wait the other team yeah yeah they were with um I think they were with Paige at one point yeah yeah uh, what's the, what is that team uh Absolution Absolution yeah, that was a, yo that theme song that shit slaps yeah that oh, Paige's theme song Paige's yeah. theme song is pretty good yeah so I mean. <laughs> Listen, Deadass Family, y'all already know how I feel about Alexa Bliss. Y'all know how we feel about Mandy Rose. We just gonna move on from that. Only thing I'm gonna say is Sonya Deville is fantastic in the ring. She's fantastic. And I feel like putting her in a tag team is weighing her down. Like, she needs to break it off from Mandy and honestly have her own independent run. Which one are you talking about here? The who? You just, you just said break away from Mandy? Yeah, break away from Mandy Rose and that tag team that they have, Fire and Desire. Oh, but yeah, back to Alexa Bliss. At first, why? Why are we going back to Alexa? Because I'm trying to tell you why I start. I'm starting to like dislike her now because it's not it's not her fault. It's just that she's being shoved down our throats now. She just she just it became, is her fault because she has been getting injured too many times. She's been getting concussed too many times, and she can't do shit. So it's like, oh well, we still have her as an employee. We gotta have to do something with her. And that's not that's the thing. They are. They're not. She. She just became a Grand Slam Women's Champion. It, it. It only took a course of maybe a year, a few months tops. Like there's some women that's been which like, is blasphemous because like, she's trash. I'm like, damn. All right. Okay. Cool it down right now. She first she was. I think she's two, three times SmackDown Women's Champion. Two or three time Raw Women's Champion. NXT Champion. I know not NXT Champion. No. Sorry. <laughs> now and now she's a tag team. Cha- like, can you chill? Yeah. With that man. Actually, when she's trash, but you know what? That's that. I digress. Okay? I don't care. Man. So I don't care we we moving on. We got the SmackDown Tag Team Championship, the New Day versus the Revival. So I'm gonna say this: the build or lack thereof has been trash. There has not been any builds. I think I forgot that they were even in a feud. To be honest, with who? You. New Day? New Day versus Revival. I honestly forgot. Oh, yeah. Because I get it. Like, they did team up with Randy Orton, and, you know, they were like, fuck their shits up. But they didn't really build anything with the New Day themselves. Like, there was nothing really built from Xavier Woods and Big E versus, you know, the dudes of the Revival. Like, it was mainly, I feel like it was more support towards the Xavier Woods versus, I'm sorry, Nicole Kingston versus uh, Randy Orton feud. Um, I will say all of those wrestlers, they can work. All those wrestlers are fantastic and in ring. So I think it is going to be a good feud. Um, I mean, you know, a good match. Um, but I think that New Day retains the titles and 
I kind of see where Gina was saying from this. Like, I know Gina was saying that she was getting tired of the New Day, and I, I could see why. But it's like, listen, I love the New Day. Don't get me wrong. I think they're awesome. I'm here for wrestlers of color. I'm here for the positivity, and they're just all all around good dudes. But I feel like they're, they're yeah. It's like they they've had the titles long enough, and you know the tag division is is so terrible that. It's like, come on, like they can be the only ones who are good at this. So they're like four um, time champions at this point. <laughs> no, I think like they're gonna be like six or seven times. Nah, I'm pretty like sure that. they're wrong. Maybe 170. <laughs> Definitely not. Probably around the full 520 mark. But um, I mean, it's gonna be a good match. But that's it. You know, now we got the Raw Tag Team Championship. We got Seth Rollins and Braun Strowman versus Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode. We know who's gonna win that match. <laughs> Skip it, guys. Um, I mean, before I skip, I just want to say that for y'all Braun fans, I don't know why y'all Braun fans, because Homeboy could not beat Brock. Homeboy could not beat Samoa Joe. Yeah, he beat Roman because Roman doesn't have an ego. But y'all reduced him to tag team with a fucking eight-year-old at WrestleMania. And then you're going to... Have him fucking, you know what? I'm skipping. Like you said, um, Steve Ice, we're skipping this. What the fuck? Also, Dolph Ziggler, like he's had too many fucking chances. It's like, yo, it's not chances. He, listen, he is doing this for the money. He said it himself. He doesn't care what he and doing. and we get that, but it's like, yo, you cannot be injected into all these fucking storylines all the time with the same storyline. I mean, if it pays it's, it's storyline inception. Million, if it pays him a quarter million. Okay, million. cool. I get that, but storyline inception is the same shit all the time. It's like, boy, like you need to come up with better material. And Robert Roode, like first of all, y'all changed him from Bobby Roode to Robert Roode. Now he got that Tom Selleck stash. He was awesome when he was in TNA with um beer beer money. Um, yeah, like, they reduced him to just a fucking entrance, honestly. He's not even an entrance. He's just another character that they paid to be there. Yeah, so... He's an NPC. Eh, whatever. Uh, <laughs> NPC. We got Shinsuke Nakamura versus The Miz for the Intercontinental Championship. He's still employed? Yes, they're still employed. Wow. I will say this. The Miz can talk his shit. And The Miz did give the Intercontinental title some some weight to it in the last couple years that he's yeah, been here because, because before like the IC title was just like collecting yeah, dust in the yeah. fucking attic and I'm glad that he has a, a feud with Shinsuke because it's like you know Shinsuke is not really a good mic person and and we understand why he could be good on the mic because he was fantastic as a heel in New Japan but you have American audiences who some people are fucking bigoted, and some people are fucking stupid, where they're like, oh, someone has an accent, let's boo this man. Or they're like, what? What? It's like, my dude, your fucking grandmother who, who barely speaks a lick of English, you could understand her ass. I'm pretty sure you could understand Shinsuke, okay? So, um, I can see why they put this together, because obviously The Miz is bringing the promos, and they got Sami Zayn speaking for Shinsuke, but... um. I think the Miz retains or wins the title, I should say. Um, but Honestly, I think I, I'm sorry, I didn't even know Shinsuke was an Intercontinental Champion. Yeah, and and that's also my problem too. It's like he got the IC title and we barely saw him do anything. I'm like, what do you mean? That uh, apparently they were like, oh, we don't have anything creative for him. I'm like, 
my boy has a title. You can make something up. Like, there's no fucking way. The writers are terrible, too. Yo, Trevor, see, I mean, Trevor. <laughs> I thought I was talking to Trevi because he's always talking about fucking writers. Uh, yeah, that's another episode. Um, we're moving on. We got the U.S. Championship. We got AJ Styles versus Cedric Alexander. Bruh, AJ Styles is going for a United States Championship again? No, he is a champion. Since when? <laughs> Wasn't he WWE champion? What the fuck? Yeah, it's it's a lot that's happened. Um, I think this shit is going to be hot fire in-ring-wise. We're going to have the theatrics. We're going to have the in-ring chemistry. It's going to be fire. Now, I don't know if WWE will pull the trigger and giving Cedric the championship. I don't know if WWE is open-minded enough in giving him the championship and having two black champions at the same time. But if they do, kudos to them. If they don't, it's like, whatever. We got a bomb match out of it. So, you know, not mad at that. Um, now, this is a match, and Deadass Family, y'all know I'm a Roman stand to the fucking day the casket drops. Um, but I would be Deadass. We didn't need this fucking match. This match did not need to exist in the card. This match did not need to be created. It's Roman Reigns versus Eric Rowan in a no disqualification match. Hair versus hair? No, it's, it's not hair versus hair. It's, it's strange. I mean, yeah, like the Shield did have you know, a feud back then with the White family, which was fantastic, their feud. But this is, this it's is trash. A, it's, a, it's a bathroom break. Yeah, it's like, listen, I'm going to watch it because I love my Romans. Um, Eric Rowan, I don't know why he's being inserted into the fucking photo when it should be Luke Harper. Like, Luke Harper is be- the better wrestler of the two. Well, he's trying to set out his, con- oh, he wanted to just get his contract, you know, yeah, so he's sitting out, but I'm like, yo, if you got my man sitting on his contract, you might as well fucking use him. He's getting paid to just. That's what I'm saying. It's like, yo, you still paying him? You might as well fucking use him. Like this could have been a ill. You know what? They they had so much potential. Um, I don't really care because the storyline leading up to this, where you know someone was mysteriously attacking Ro- Roman, and, and, he, and he thought that he it was on um, Buddy Murphy, Buddy and Murphy. then. He apologized, or he didn't really apologize to Buddy Murphy. He apologized to Eric Rowan. I'm like, why you got him apologizing? That that's some bitch made shit. And then turns out it was Eric Rowan's evil twin. I'm like, nah, what? like that's some early 2000s bullshit right there. That's like, wacky novella, ABC channel. Yeah, I was like, nah. So that match, I don't really give a fuck who wins because it sucks. Um, we got the SmackDown Women's Championship. We got Bailey versus Charlotte Flair. Um, if they're going to continue with this new character, this heel-ish character that Bailey has, then nah, y'all can't take the title off of her because, like, the queen, the queen's crown is crooked, all right? That was alliteration for y'all, literary holes out there. I, we love Charlotte on the podcast. Gina more, loves more, Charlotte more than I do, but... We need Bailey to have sustainable character. Like we need Bailey to continue this heel run that she has. We need Bailey to continue, you know, breaking out of that shell that she had because she has potential. She's fucking fantastic in the ring. Charlotte, when she goes up against somebody who's fast in the ring, Charlotte looks sloppy. Like Charlotte because Charlotte's tall, she's lanky, so she can't 
I don't think she knows her body well enough to be able to match up to that speed. When she's wrestling Becky, the reason why Charlotte um, Flair and Becky Lynch put on better matches because they both match each other's style where they take their time. So when they both take their time in a match, it's fantastic. That's why when Bailey versus Sasha is good, it's because it's like they both match each other's pace. So I feel like this is gonna be they're gonna have some weird wonky spots in this. Um, I think Bailey should retain and win this. So um, moving on to the Raw Women's Championship, we got Becky Lynch versus Sasha Banks. Listen, I'm gonna tell you right now. You know Sasha Banks is back. Yeah. All right. You probably know about all the drama that surrounded her before. Yeah. Sasha's back in the blue. She's looking crip delicious she she has this attitude she's refreshed she's energized she's bringing back the fucking heat that we needed in the women's division so my pick is sasha it gotta be sasha because lynch has becky lynch is not doing it for me she hasn't been doing it for me and it kind of like going back to a point you made earlier about you know the men winning the man bunny bank and it's like, why is it that she had to rebrand herself to call herself the man? Like, you're still illegitimizing women's wrestling. You're still making it fucking phallic, and you're still making it about a dude. It's like, yo, she could have just been called the woman. We would have still ran with it. Yeah, it doesn't really roll off the tongue. The man? The man. Like, you know, dating back to, like, 80s action movie. Or the act, you know, the, the big star. Yeah, he's like, yeah, I'm the man. Dumb man. Like, but it's like, like, yeah, but at the same time, it's like, that shit kind of sucks. She's not really all that phenomenal in the ring. What about, you know, that whole big push that she's been getting? She is, been, but it's been losing steam. It's like, ugh. Oh. She hasn't been in good enough storylines to, <laughs> listen, she still gets the crowd pumping. She still be talking her shit online. People still love her, but... Honestly, I feel like Sasha deserves this. and A lengthy title reign. Yeah, not some, oh, I, I got the title today and, and I got to drop it tomorrow because of my neck injury. It's like, bitch, no. Or Dower. Oh, or Charlotte, her back. Charlotte's not busy. Let's give her a title. Exactly. Ride. It's like, listen, we cannot be playing hot potato with the title. We need lengthy, just like we did back then. Like, when we had lengthy runs, it made the title legitimate. And it also made the title holder legit yeah like it was like oh shit like like what we had was with asta um streak and nxt yeah. like she had that streak it was like yo this bitch is untouchable like this bitch is hard and then you're gonna have i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm thinking i was thinking about this the other day and i became very emotional at work that they had charlotte break the streak at wrestlemania in the shittiest fucking match ever i'm gonna say it that Charlotte versus Oscar match was fucking ass. It was fucking riddled with botches. They had sloppy. no that, that shit was sloppy. They had no ring chemistry. And you can tell that Charlotte was just wanted to get over with it just so she can hold the title. Yeah. And then they just and fucking Oscar just faded into obscurity. Sadly. So like once like Homegirl got a gaming channel on YouTube now. Yeah, because she had, I mean, she's not doing it. She has all this free time now. Yeah, and then they put her in a racist attack match, the Kabuki Warriors. Yeah, even... <sighs> Yo, I'm getting heated, people. Vince, is, Vince's head is probably stuck in 1975. Maybe um, pre or post-Nam, because his style of humor is pretty damn fucking dated. And I said this yeah. earlier in the podcast. His sense of humor is so damn dated. 
he still laughs at Homer Simpson choking Bart. Wow. Yeah, it's like, yo, how many fucking times are you going to see this before you be like, oh, ha, ha, okay. Move on to the next thing. Yeah, day. like, Kabuki Warriors, crying time. I'm not, I'm not actually going to date it back. Crying time. <laughs> two, yo. Two niggas from Brooklyn. <laughs> what up? Two niggas from Brooklyn. Oh, yeah, you from Brooklyn, New York? That means you do crime. So guess what? Now you're crime time. Vince, <laughs> what the actual fuck? I mean, they're still out there making money. Yeah, you know, they, good wrote, for them. they wrote a book. They do yeah. indie shit. So you know, yeah, but you know, at yeah. the time, I mean, <laughs> that thing with Booker T. He seen a backstage. Vince really said, "What up, my nigga?" <laughs> Yo, a public traded company would never. No, no, don't ever say never. Let that shit slide. <laughs> Back then, you know, before WWE went public, oh man, we're gonna use, you're gonna show ass, titties. And then, let's not forget the most fucking, con- one of the most controversial runs that they had. The sex Muhammad scene? Hassan. Oh, he was Italian. That yo. Bug me out, yo. You were Italian. They had that whole shit on 9 11. I was yeah. like, oh. And that, no, it wasn't 9 11. No, it was, it was the, the day, the London bombing. London bombing. Yeah. And then you just see the other tape, you just getting jumped by a bunch of yeah. like, Al Qaeda's. I'm like, okay, wow. I'm like, oh, this is so cringe. What the yeah, fuck? Yeah, it was so fun. You know, he's a, a, a high school principal now. Yeah, huh? Yeah. I mean, they probably. I mean, then again, these kids. No, no, not high school. Middle school principal. Yeah, these kids. Yeah, they're, they're not gonna. gonna they're, they're not gonna. Not gonna ask him what he's. <laughs> I mean, that wasn't even his name. Yeah, so. <laughs> so he don't ever put these kids are stupid. They won't put too much. <laughs> Unless one of the parents like, wait a minute, aren't you? No, nah, no. Nope, nope. Nah, and then you just throw Fortnite. And the kids are screaming. <laughs> Dance, and then the parents just like you know sidetrack for like twenty minutes. And he, he gets out of there. He makes his escape. Yep. Smoke bomb, you know, fucking Fortnite. The Fortnite dance with the new John Wick skin. Wow. <laughs> we got the next match: the WWE Championship, Kofi Kingston versus Brand Yorin. Listen, Kofi Kingston is still lit. Kofi Mania is awesome. And they have a good feud. Like it's it's pretty natural between them. Um, because they had history together. Exactly, and they actually are bringing parts of that back. So it's cool. I mean, I'm here with it. I mean, Randy is old. You know, like but he, he got to. He can still, he can still go, but it's like, yo, come on, give it up already. But he can still listen. The moment that he can no longer do his signature pose. Then I think he's time to wrap it up. He doesn't even do it anymore. And because of his shoulder, like, yeah. So that it's weird, like, that, but it looks. Like, he doesn't extend his arms as much. He's, like, halfway. Yeah. But you can see the shoulder girdle popping outward. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, you know what? I'm going to let that run rock. Because physically, you know, shit happens. Yeah. But so, yeah. So, it's pretty decent. That um, kick, I still think one of the best finishers ever. Um, fucked up. Um, I don't think he still does it. I mean, if he could, oh, just kick yeah. that um, And I think that, um, I think that this is the main event type shakeup that we need. Um, for this match, so I'm yeah, you know, whatever. I'm here for but, it. Oh, this has been bothering me for quite a while with what? the whole WWE Championship being kind of sold as like the secondary big title mm-hmm. as opposed to the fucking red ass, blood ass Universal Championship. <laughs> that shit's an ugly fucking title, but well, I'm you don't, sorry, want, you but, don't want that blood championship? No, it's like you can't. You can't show me that this has 50-year value that the WWE Championship does. Right. Like, 
You, I'm sorry, but the way that they've been handling it since the title came out, mm-hmm. it doesn't have any value in my opinion. It's just another way to say you're the most highest paid wrestler in WWE. There you go, here's the title to prove it. That's what you're telling me. This title doesn't change anything when it comes to oh, this is like the, the big crown jewel of WWE. No, to me, it was the World Heavyweight Championship and WWE title. Mm-hmm. Those two are always going to be the championships to have. Mm-hmm. Not, not this. Rip off color saturation of a title. <laughs> okay, ugly. then. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a little strange looking. Like, mad golden red. Like, what is it? Donald Championship? <laughs> okay, Ronald. Must be Ronald Reagan. Ronald McDonald. Wow. Ronald Reagan. Oh, you have. Wow. These are the reason we have cracking streets. Okay, that's not a conversation we want to have. Okay, <laughs> let's move on. We have the Universal Championship, Seth Rollins versus Braun Strowman. I'm gonna tell you right now, I don't give a fuck about this match. Wait, 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 time out. Time no, out. no, I don't give a fuck wait, about this wait, match. Wait, 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 hold up. Bro. We're done with this Seth? episode. Oh. No, no, no. Seth Rollins is a champion, and Seth. So get this, they're a tag team. Mm-hmm. So not only does Seth has the champion, like the Raw champion, he also has the Raw tag belts, right? Okay. With Braun, and then Braun challenged Seth for the. Fucking title as well. So, so I'm gonna tell you what's gonna happen. I'm gonna tell you what's gonna happen. All right. Two things. Actually, two things can happen. One is that they lose the tag titles to build up the main event, so that they really fucking hate each other, or at least Braun is tight. Like, yo, you cost us the championship, the the tag titles. Well, you're gonna get these hands, whatever. Second scenario is that they'll retain the tag titles and the Raw title will change hands to Braun. So again, pushing that stupid feud together because it's like, oh, we're still tag partners, but I don't trust you type deal. Honestly, the been, third thing that can uh, happen. Oh, wow. Why do you keep interrupting me? Uh, about? <laughs> that long pause. I thought you should stop talking. <laughs> the third thing that can happen is that they retain the tag titles and Seth retains the title and... They just for you know still push on the narrative until the next champ uh, until the next main event where they lose the tag title. So those are the three scenarios that can happen. But yeah, what were we gonna say? I was gonna say, is Brooklyn back? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry because I thought this whole time you were talking, you were saying Brock Lesnar. I said Braun Strowman. Yeah, yeah, I thought. I thought Stop doing drugs, okay? So. <laughs> Okay, so that that I'm sorry, my opinion. I'm not trying to offend anybody, but class of champion sounds pretty fucking garbage. Just I by said the, it. Just I by told the you that it's gonna be. It's the 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 card is kind of ass. I mean, so. AEW man, all wait. I know. I recently was it all in, all out, in around, around about. What, what was the name of the title? The name of the pay per view. <laughs> I forgot. I just, I just keep hearing all in, in and out, fucking. Out of nowhere, you know, we all in this I don't together. know, I forgot. So I'm sorry, you know, fuck it. It's, it's, it's AEW pay-per-view. We record that. <laughs> Man, listen, when John Moxley debuted yeah. and DDT the shot, Chris Jericho, I'm not going to mm-hmm. front, that, that was the first pro wrestling goosebumps I had in years. Mm-hmm. That shit got me hyped. And, and now and he is I, out on injury. Oh, that is awesome. <laughs> because um, he, he has a hospital contracted MRSA. That came back. Oopsies. I mean, it's not his fault. Let's just say that it's not his fault. 
But hopefully, uh-huh, you know, but... yeah, he makes a good recovery and he goes back to being John Moxley. Yeah, so, um, you know, so Deadass Family, you know, this was an interesting episode because you guys got to hear me rant a little bit more than normal. You also got to hear me talk shit about wrestling with my brother. Um, and these are kind of how our conversations go, really, like, all the time. He will ask me, like, yo, what's going on wrestling? I tell him. He'll say something. That's it. Um, but Gina, again, I always appreciate it when you let me bring on guest hosts. Because it's cool, you know. We got to keep the dad-ass family growing. Um, and I also have special announcements to tell everyone. So, one thing is that the dad-ass family has an official place for everyone to join and talk wrestling together. Okay, no matter what platform you're on, that is right. We officially have started a Discord, okay? So we're going to be posting up the link actually tonight. So by the time this episode drops, the link would have already been out because it's Saturday night. So uh, link drops on Saturday night. Episode comes out Sunday. So, you know, everyone join in on the Discord channel. Keep it professional, you know, keep it cool, keep it swaggy, keep it respectful. Just talk about wrestling Anything you guys want to talk about. Um, and, you know, just hit us up and we'll be responding to y'all as well as we normally do. The second announcement is kind of a personal project that I have. <clears throat> so I actually have just started my own food blog, uh, which is called Jizzy the Gourmet. So it's going to be uh, weekly articles I'll be dropping, just kind of like, you know, recipes I'll be sharing, stories I'll be writing with my love of food, my affinity for New York City food. Um, so if you guys are interested in learning more on my own personal project, definitely head over to Tumblr, which is Jizzy the Gourmet. And I'll also be dropping links as well. So again, by the time the episode comes out, you'll have the Discord link and you'll have Jizzy the Gourmet link um, dropping. And um, another, uh, you know, another special announcement is that we're definitely looking on uh, kind of just branding ourselves more. So be on the lookout for merch. Um, we're definitely going to be talking to a lot of the local indie designers um, that we kind of fucks with online. Coming up with pins, you know, or just any merchandise just to kind of really, you know, get the dead-ass family growing and get, get the word out. Um, I want to give a shout-out to a lot of the recent podcasters that have been coming together and working with us, just, you know, talking shit on Twitter or just Instagram or whatever. At Get Show Podcast, they're fucking hilarious. Low key, one of y'all dudes looks like the the guy, the Asian dude from um, Spider Man. You know that that dude's name? You know the Spider Man with Tom Holland, his best friend. Oh, that bald dude. Yeah, like one of no low key like on their podcast, they have a dude that looks exactly like him. So shout out to them. Doesn't he have um, fucking? I don't think he has alopecia. I think he just shaved it. Oh, okay. Yeah. He looks like Super Saiyan 3. Okay, shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Shout out to Ear Floss Podcast. You guys are super informative. We uh, we actually really kind of like connecting with you. I just very positive and want to wish you the best of luck in your podcast. Those wrestling girls, those are our homies, our bays. We fucks with y'all. You already know Jobber Tears. We got a hate-love relationship with y'all, but shout-out to y'all. South Congress with Wholesome Cam. My, my dude, you're not wholesome. Okay, you be saying some wild shit on Twitter. And, of course, anybody who is part of the Deadass family, you already know who you are. You can hit us up on Radio Republic. Hit us up on uh, Stitcher. You can hit us up on Anchor, Spotify, 
I don't know what the fuck is going on with Apple Podcasts. This is like a daily battle, but if you um, actually use our RSS feed, then you should be able to listen to the episodes. Um, and we are, of course, on SoundCloud. So we have many different uh, platforms. CastBox, we're also on that. So definitely hit us up. Grow the listenership. Grow with the Deadass family. Um, again, it is I, Giselle, a.k.a. Jizzy, a.k.a. Jizzy G6. You just heard from Steve, a.k.a. Steve Ice the Falcon. And y'all just heard too, the Deadass Girls Podcast. Peace, love, chicken grease. Goodbye.